Welcome to the New Yorker's November 21st, 2005 issue. We have five articles and a short story for you, beginning with this week's comment on the roots of the violence now spreading through France. Then Ben McGrath writes about an exhibition that focuses on one of today's most controversial scientists, who happens to be long dead, Charles Darwin. Next, Steve Call files a letter from Kashmir, where a devastating earthquake has ruined lives and shaken the political foundations. Following that, Cynthia Zarin is dazzled by some beautiful and expensive emeralds, but finds that the legend behind them may be just that. Then we have a new short story by the Japanese writer Haruki Murakami. And we'll end with Adam Gopnik's look at how C.S. Lewis's life experiences informed the classic Narnia series and all his writing. First, it's this week's comment: "Difference" by Jane Kramer. Eight days ago, when the violence that had erupted in 300 of the immigrant housing projects that circle France's big cities spread briefly to Belgium and Germany, the sigh of relief among French politicians could be heard from Lille to Marseille. "Voila! It isn't us," they seemed to be saying. "It's everywhere," and in a way, they were right. The immigrant poor are everywhere in Europe now, and what the French novelist Antoine Audouard, writing in the Times a few days later, aptly called France, a society that no longer knows how to enforce its own rules or how to create the dream of a better life for its new generations, describes more countries than his own. Since the end of the Second World War, Western Europe has been at the center of a labor migration that, in its proportions, rivals the great forced migrations of the Roman Empire. And since the 1950s and 60s, when Europe's own empires unraveled, the strains of that demographic shock have been compounded by what could be called an implosion of difference, as the colonized fled the chaos. Economic, tribal, political—that the colonizers left behind. It is easier to manage difference at a safe colonial remove than it is at home. To say that Europe was unaware of this is an understatement. Every country with an influx of migrant workers had to scramble towards some sort of social formula to absorb them, or, as often as not, pretend that they weren't there. And before long, those formulas had frozen into easy and, not surprisingly, competing certainties.